Join spiritual feminist and empowerment coach Joni Advent Maher for Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow. Listen in for intimate conversations about money, transformation, and feminine sovereignty. And now, your host, Joni Advent Maher. Welcome to Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow. I'm your host, Joni Advent Maher, empowerment coach and spiritual feminist. Today, I have the pleasure of sharing time with Carmela Garone, an integrative wellness and success coach. She helps women live their healthiest, happiest lives through mindfulness, holistic health, and self-love. Welcome, Carmela. Hi, Joni. Thank you so much for having me, and hi to everyone out there. Yes. It's such a pleasure to have you. Oh, Let- yeah. I'm happy. Let me tell them a little bit more about what you're about. Uh, okay. Carmela knows that everything you need to live the life of your dreams is already inside you. She combines a variety of practical techniques to support you in a miraculous transformation. Mindfulness, holistic nutrition, and self-love are cornerstones of her programs. She received her training from the Institute of Integrative Nutrition's Cutting Edge Holistic Health Coach Training Program. So I love that idea of transformation, and I wanted to uh, invite you to share your own journey of transformation with us, Carmela. Oh, it's been a it's been an interesting journey. Um, yeah, I started out like many people probably not feeling very confident, not feeling like um, I knew my place in the world and um, definitely coming from a place of lack and fear. Mm. Uh, Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Not a joyful place to be. (laughs) No, I'm, I'm sure there are many women out there that can relate to that. Sure, sure. Unfortunately, it's pretty common. <laughs> so that's not particular. Um, and But I always had that knowing, that knowing that, um, that the answer was inside of me. And that, um, you know, there wasn't going to be a, a prince on a white horse to come save me. <laughs> I mm. was... <laughs> <laughs> no Cinderella. No, no. Um, and I spent a lifetime, uh, you know, um, meditating and doing spiritual practice and, um, slowly, you know, started to embody those principles that, that I, you know, saw that was so sacred out uh, in the world that I wanted to, to have with, within me. Mm-hmm. Um, and today I can tell you at the end of this, that I lead a very joyous, abundant life. Um, but through it, you know, I had to, to, uh, learn how to love myself, how to believe, um, that I had something to give to the world that was valuable, that Mm. I was valuable. Um, and with that came, uh, along with that came, you know, financial success, abundance, joy, love, you know, family, friends and all that. So it's, it's been an interesting journey for sure. Mm. So can you tell us a little bit more about how the money piece has showed up in your journey? Yeah, absolutely. It's an interesting, um, it's interesting thing because I, um, at this point feel very 
comfortable dealing with money in general. Uh, I think, Joni, I told you that I'm training to do a lot of trading myself and I manage a lot of my finances. But starting out, I was, um, you know, in a place of lack. Uh, I was actually a single mom. I had no education to speak of, you know, higher education. Uh, mm. I didn't know what I was going to do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm sure a lot of women can relate to so a lot of stress around money. How am I going to, how am I going to, you know, pay the bills, educate my daughter and do all that. And what, you know, obviously, you know, I brought up with a lot of fears around money as well. Like there's not enough. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. And, what I, what I noticed bit by bit was it wasn't so much focusing on the money and on the abundance, but, um, obviously everything is energy and money is energy. Yes. And as I raised my vibration, as I felt more confident, as I grew, not focusing on the money, not saying, Oh, I would need more money, but Really, you know, I would go through, um, I don't know, a course or something that would really raise my energy and magically I would get more money. Mm. (laughs) So uh, so I I related the way I saw it was I wasn't focusing on the money. I was focusing on my uh, internal world. And then that was reflected out in the world. Um, One thing I learned, um, you know, you know, some points you know, where I saw these big, uh, spurts of growth was that as I felt more valuable, I got more, Mm. I received more. I was open to receiving more. I asked for more. (laughs) Mm, Yes. Right. So it's both the inner work, but there were external actions or behaviors. It sounds like that were changing as well along with it. Course, right. So as you change internally, the way you show up in the world changes, right? So, you know, chicken egg, which comes first. In my mind, it was, you know, the inner work that came first, but definitely um, the way I showed up and what I asked for and what I thought I deserved showed up differently in the world. And I got a lot more. Mm. So can you tell us more about, you said that you're trading and you had mentioned to me earlier that you're managing your own investments and, and that's a big deal. I think, um, I, I don't know that many of us feel fully competent in that area. And I would love for you to tell us about that journey and give us some insight into how you got to that point where you felt that sense of confidence and are, are doing that for yourself. Well, absolutely. Um, so I, I think it starts with confronting your money. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of us don't want to look at it, right? We're saying, oh, I don't really want to look at my, you know, Amex bill or, you know, my budget or all that. Um, so I think that was a first step was um, being able to confront what was there. So just looking clearly at what was going out and what was coming in is, is, or if there was debt, is, is that what yes. you're saying? Okay. Yes. Because uh-huh. I think, I, uh, I'm not sure about your experience, but I think a lot of people avoid, and women I think in particular, but a lot of people just avoid looking at their finances, right? 
Um, so, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of this talk of law of attraction, all that, but like you said before, yes, there's the inner work where you're feeling worthy and that, that will resonate in, in the world, but you also have to take practical steps, right? Yes. Right. So I think the first step is, is really confronting your fears about money and actually taking a look at your finance. Do you owe money? Uh, do you have debt? Are you spending more than you earn? <laughs> Um, so that's, that was my first step. I, I got a hold of what was really going on. Right. And it, it felt overwhelming. I have to be honest, because, you know, like I said, I was a single mom. I was sending my daughter to college and all that. Right. So was there an, was there an event or was it the college or, or something that's, that said, okay, now's the time I'm really going to take this on. Do, do you remember? Um, Hmm, that's a good question. I think it was more as I was growing as a person, I said, okay, this is a part of my life that I'm fearful of. Mm. And, and I was saying, okay, well, let me take a look. <laughs> let me see what's <laughs> happening. Right. Yes. Right. Right. Uh, as you're getting conscious in other areas of your life, exactly. it's, it's hard to have something buried in the corner and not <laughs> eventually deal with it. Yes. Exactly. Oh yeah. Over here, there's that thing here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> some, for some people, it's their health. They don't want to get on the scale. Yes. Uh, they don't want to look at their relationship. That might not be the best, whatever it is. So like you said, as one part expands, you're not going to have this other part just hang out there. After a while, you're going to look at it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so you got clear. You got clear and you looked at your numbers and saw them. Yeah, sometimes, it's, you know, I could say it was scary because <laughs> uh -huh. it looked so great. Yeah. Um, so I made a plan. I made a plan uh, of how to get out of that, that debt and how I was going to, um, you know, grow. I mean, it did help that during this period I started earning a lot more. I started making a lot more money because I was in a place that could hold more. Um, I think so I, I want to pause for just a minute because I think that's a really important statement that you just made. So I want to underline it, that, I, that idea of you could hold more. So I, I think that that is really key in terms of energetically our capacity to take in or receive more or manage more flow does affect the bottom line. It, it does. Absolutely. Um, like we said before, it's, it's energy, right? So if you're energetically a match for more, more will come. Yes. As you grow, I don't know in your experience, Joni, but as you grow and I'm at, at a spot right now, actually, as you grow, you reach little plateaus, like in your dieting, right? <laughs> yes. Where, okay. And, and, and again, I, I've never personally come at, at it from the, I want to have this amount of money. Um, but as I grew, I felt I had a right to more money. <laughs> oh, good for you. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, that's a step that many of us need to make actually getting to that point of really internally feeling that I deserve more. Right. That that's an important step. And so these practical, uh, you know, things you do, um, go hand in hand with the, the energetic work. Um, I think that what's important when you're looking, uh, if, if, you, if you're bold enough to go look at your finances and start making a plan, is to have a lot of 
respect and gratitude for what's already there. Mm. So recognize the strengths or recognize what's working or recognize the, the prosperity that is present in your life. Right. Uh, I think that's, that's, that was critical to my journey. Um, because whether it be me getting a, a bigger job, a bigger title, uh, cause I was in corporate for 20 years, mm-hmm. I I felt, at least this was my journey, I don't know other people, but I felt that I couldn't leave that position until I fully embraced it and fully was thankful for Hmm. what I had in that moment. Very interesting. Yes, I can see that. Mm. That makes sense. But I've I've actually never heard anyone express it quite that way, but that (laughs) that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, again, this is my journey. I always felt, okay, if I really want to move on, if I really want more, I'm going to completely be thankful for this thing and, and it, you know, bless it. And then I would move on. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So everything you received from, it's almost like a relationship. Right. Yes. That's cool. Right. Right. Um, and the other thing that was really important, I think in looking at creating a plan and a budget because, you know, those are plans and you never know what's going to happen. I mean, if you earn double next year, obviously, you know, that would change. But um, I would I would look at money um, as not, okay, I don't have enough to do these other things, but it's a choice. I have this $1,000. What am I doing with it? Am I investing it? Am I buying a new sofa? It's a choice. It isn't. And so if I do one thing, I can't do the other. And that's no matter how much money you have, if you're a billionaire, you're still making choices. So I, I got out of that mindset of deprivation. I can't have that thing. Mm. I didn't see it that way. I saw it as I'm choosing to have this thing. Mm. Good for you. Yes. So that's a more, certainly a more empowered stance. Right. To recognize that you have choice. Right. So. And as I was making my plans, I, I, I made it a priority to start saving or, as we say, investing in myself. Yes. Pay, right. Paying yourself first, as they say. Right. So, you know, while you're, while you're you know, waiting for more abundance and, and appreciating what you have, you do, you do have to live within your means. Um, but knowing, and I know this for a fact, that as much as you want and need is there. there. I don't have that idea that there's a limited amount of anything. Mm-hmm. Right. Which makes it, uh, there's more grace around living within your means when you trust that what you need will be provided for you. Yes. Yes. And sometimes it, it you know, sometimes it was a stretch mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Okay, so even last night I went to, I went to a class and someone brought mangoes from her tree and I blessed the fact that someone gave me that abundance. It's mm. it was something so it's that constant awareness and practice of being grateful for everything you have uh, and being generous yourself. That's another aspect of it, I think. Yes. So <laughs> no, I just really want to make sure that we get in your yes, experience um, with the investing because yes. it, um, it is a piece that you bring that, that I haven't found 
any other woman yet. I know they're they're out there, but you're you're my you're my go-to for investment. <laughs> okay, so as I as I started to have some some money, I decided well I could and for a while I did hand it over to someone else. Um, and and again, it doesn't have to be a lot. And I can imagine a lot of people there saying, well, I only have you know twenty dollars to put away. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Put put away everything you can. Ten dollars over twenty years. If you invested that, it would be a lot of money. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. And so when I first thought about potentially investing, it was pretty scary because they make it, they, they, the people who invest for you make it seem like this, this really mysterious thing. Mm. And is it? <laughs> I'm here to tell you no. <laughs> it really is pretty practical and logical. Woo! And- Anyone, I swear, anyone can learn it. All right. So, Carmela, what I would really love to know is about your inner journey with becoming an investor and um, what brought you to that place of confidence or ability to be able to invest. So can you share that with us? Oh, absolutely. Uh, thanks for asking. Cause I, I, like we talked about, you know, previously, you know, privately, a lot of women have the same question. <laughs> yes. Um, and you know, I was getting to a point, uh, in my life where, um, you know, through years of working really hard and, you know, attracting more abundance, you know, having a 401k, I started feeling like it was really time for me to, um, delve into this, this topic, uh, because it really, um, I thought was critical to my future, uh, and to my well being. Um, and often we feel stupid in this topic. We feel unprepared in this topic. They make, they quote unquote, make it seem, uh, impossible or something that's, you know, only for the experts to, to deal with. Um, and, and to be honest, I felt the same way as most women feel. I felt, um, I have no idea what to do. Will I lose everything? Will, will everything go, uh, you know, to crap <laughs> if I could say that, but, uh, so, you know, it was really an inner journey like everything else is because I was like, okay, so I want to take care. Uh, I want to take control of my health. So I eat certain ways. I want to take care of my inner world and, Money is an important part of my well-being, my family's well-being, how I can contribute to the world. So I definitely, um, you know, started saying, okay, so how can I educate myself? How can I feel powerful in this arena the way I've managed to do in other areas? Right? Mm, mm, perfect. That's beautiful. Right. So you did you find a teacher or you, you said you... Yeah. Yeah. So, well, you know, when you're ready, they say the teacher comes (laughs) and to be honest, um, the way I, you know, I'm a health coach, there's no right way to eat. There's no one right way to, to invest. And, you know, there's lots of teachers out there. So I started furiously. I'm a researcher. I love to, to research and read tons of books. So that's, that's how I've learned everything from holding my baby when I was 19 to now. That's Mm. how I do everything. 
<laughs> so it's worked for me. Uh, everyone has different paths. You know, there's so many ways of getting educated right now. Uh, podcasts, everything imaginable available. To, but I started with books. And I read several books. And to be honest, um, I was, you know, some of them resonated. Some of them didn't. Um, and just to backtrack a little bit, you know, when I first wanted to get help, I asked uh, my boyfriend and I asked my family members and they all told me a million different things, which in some ways they wanted to help, but made it worse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were all men. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I, I did find uh, a teacher and a path that works for me. Um, it's from the, it's not a mystery. It's nothing, you know, earth shattering. It's very fundamental and it's very basic because for me, I don't want to spend my whole day investing and you know, it is, it can be fun. It can be a fun game. That's not what I'm into. Uh, but I gained my confidence through, um, learning from, uh, Phil town. Uh-huh. Uh, he is from the line of Ben Graham, Warren Buffett. Okay. And they all teach in a similar way. And it's, it's very basic. It's, you know, uh, you have to understand the, the general trends of, of the economy worldwide. You have to understand, um, you know, learn how to read certain indicators, which are very basic, very simple. I don't spend days. I spend an hour or two a week investing. Uh, but what I loved about Phil is not only did he, um, teach these fundamentals, which I promise you, anyone, anyone, anyone can learn. And this is really for long-term investing. It's not very risky, but it could bring great rewards. And while it's simple and and easy to do, it does require some activity and education and work. What I loved about him is that and why it resonated with me, um, besides the way he explained it, which was easy, was that he uh, really believes in the value of um, only investing in companies that, that align with your morals and ethics and mm-hmm. your, your way of living, right? Mm-hmm. Which was different than everyone else. <laughs> mm. Wow. So the emphasis on finding a path, not only a path of investing, but it sounds like your journey of getting to becoming an investor was about aligning with what resonated with you. Yes, it was very critical to me that someone didn't tell me you have to uh, you have to invest in X Y Z because um, they're going to make you great money. That was important to me, um, but not as important as I fundamentally believe that capitalism can work to the benefit of all. <laughs> wow. Well, I yeah, I'm just struck by. Um, just this idea that you could go from someone who felt intimidated or awkward around the subject matter to, it sounds like you have a certain amount of ease and comfort level with it, and you found a way to do it with integrity, and, and that really impresses me. because I, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. It's, yeah. It seems like there's a lot of us that do feel intimidated around investing. 
I, I think that's intentional. I mean, I'm not saying that, <laughs> that brokers are evil, but they do want to say, leave it to me so I can make two, three percent while you make a half a percent. <laughs> and, and what's great about Phil, if you read his story and if you go to his website, Rule One Investing, um, he has a lot of free information. He is dedicated to passing the information on because he was actually a river guide who lived in a tent <laughs> and someone taught him. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so to him, that's important. So, um, but what's great about it is it's, it's understandable by, by anyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, you feel safe because you do it within certain parameters that are understandable. But again, everyone has to find their own way. If you want to do something different, I would just, um, encourage everyone to get at least a fundamental education about what's happening in the market so that if someone else invests for you, you can at least, be responsible enough to understand what they're saying and guide them. Mm. So it's not dissimilar from healthcare in that it's best to be your own advocate and to know um, what's going on so that you can make informed choices. Yeah. Um, I don't know if there's a commercial right now about investing and the couple is super informed and competent about every decision in their life. And then the, the, the broker says, how about if we put you in here? And they're like, sure. <laughs> I used to do that. So I left. <laughs> right. And I, I would love to ask, because we, we need to shift gears in terms of our time, how this, I'm going to say, empowerment around money how do you see that connecting either with the feminine and how you relate to the feminine or um, even that idea of, you know, having a time where you've trusted your sacred feminine flow? Is there a way yes. that those meet? Oh, yeah. Tons of ways. <laughs> um, so where do I start? Um, times I've trusted the uh, feminine uh, constant but um i think recent is the time i left my uh, my corporate job i was making a whole lot of money <laughs> mm. and but i i followed my my intuition and that told me it was the right time for me mm. and you know practically it didn't look like it made sense everyone thought i was insane <laughs> but I did. And I, and I decided to shift into my current coaching business and uh, it's been a blessing and it was absolutely the right thing. Mm. Ways I connect. I mean, there's so many faces and, and facets of the, the, the sacred feminine. Um, to me, the way I think it all comes together is the, t- the two ways I, I guess, look at it most uh, or, or connect with the feminine most are receptivity. Mm. So tell me, tell me more about that for you. Yeah, for me, when I'm in the feminine, I, I am ready to receive all the abundance and joy and love uh, that's there. Mm. It's there for all of us underlying all our, you know, surface uh, ego talk. <laughs> it's there. And so when I'm uh, connected to flow of, of the feminine energy, uh, I'm very receptive. Excellent. And that, that, that connects definitely with abundance in a variety of ways, but definitely financial because money is only one way that that energy shows up, right? Absolutely, yes. And the other way that, I, that for me the, the feminine shows up is creativity. 
Ah, interesting. So as I, as I, my cup gets filled <laughs> yes. in, in a, in a you know, myriad of ways, um, I have ideas that spontaneously come up and <laughs> sometimes uh, too many ideas of things to do and yes. ways to express uh, in the world. Mm. And has, has that creativity played into your relationship with money as well? Oh, sure. Sure. Um, as, as you know, you're looking for, well, multiple ways, things to do with the money, the ways to invest the money, uh, in, besides the stock market. Um, yes. right. Uh, investing in myself, investing in my business, investing in other people. Um, mm. you know, it allowed me, you know, a friend was writing a book and I invested in her book, <laughs> whatever that is. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. That's cool. Um, so I do have, we're, we're almost to the end of our time. I, I can't believe it. It's, it's been flying by, but, um, if you had some wisdom that you could share with your younger self, what, what would that be? You know, I get asked a lot, uh, this a lot. Actually. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, especially by younger women that uh, I mentor. Um, what I would say is you're valuable beyond belief. And ask for everything your heart desires. Mm. Yeah, so, dear listener, take that in. Yeah, that's really beautiful. Mm. Just breathing that in. All our younger selves can benefit from that one Carmela. <laughs> yes <laughs> me too <laughs> yes <laughs> so I know that you um have just launched your website and yes. I would love to share that with folks so they can check out the work you're doing awesome you're at carmelagarone.com which is c-a-r-m-e L-A-G-A-R-O-N-E dot com. And I, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart, Carmela, for being with me today and for sharing with our listeners. Thank you. I, it was a blessing for me, and I, and I hope it helped someone. And anyone has any questions, please uh, just reach out to me. I'm, I'm happy to serve and to help you. Wonderful. And I want to thank you, my dear listener, for being with us and giving us your time today. And I want to remind you that until next time, always trust what your heart knows. Thanks for listening to Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow with Joni Advent Maher. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share our podcast with a friend and subscribe, rate, and review our podcast at iTunes. Thank you.